It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Carl Blaylock. Hi, hello, 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 and welcome into the WATH studios. Carl Blaylock alongside Ethan Sargent. It's draft day, draft Ethan. Draft day, ladies and gentlemen. It's one of my favorite days on the NFL calendar. And <sighs> exhale, folks. We're just a few short hours, a couple short hours away from what could be one of the funner uh, first rounds in recent memory. You're just saying that because you have your franchise quarterback. As a Colts fan, no. This is going to be absolute misery. I don't know who my quarterback is going to be. We could either be set for the future if somehow uh, if somehow C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young slide down to four, or we could be absolutely screwed because we took Will Levis. I don't know. We're going to go through an entire mock draft of the first round here, and we're going to start first with the Carolina Panthers. And really the question comes down to, is it going to be Bryce Young? Or is it going to be C.J. Stroud? And we're using PFF for this, Pro Football Focus, and they seem dead set on it being Bryce Young, but I disagree. I, I will say that C.J. Stroud is, like, Young is probably the sure product out of it. Young yeah, is I going agree. to be a solid quarterback. I, I think his floor is Mac Jones, which, you know, he's not an incredible quarterback, but he's a serviceable NFL quarterback. Uh, worth taking first overall over C.J. Stroud, who could end up being not quite as good. You know, obviously Ohio State quarterbacks have that kind of stigma uh, the, the monk, against the monkey them. monkey on their back. Albeit yeah, so. Justin Fields is working on that. But I, I think C.J. Stroud would be the better pick for the Panthers just because Frank Reich, say what you will about his time towards the end of Indianapolis. It was rough. But he is good at developing quarterbacks he's really good at that and you look at what he did with Carson Wentz uh in his time in Philly and even with Nick Foles I I think that I think that you can take Frank Reich you give him CJ Stroud and that's a great great pick for Carolina I want to interrupt because just now so Mike Florio tweeted that the Cardinals are working on trading DeAndre Hopkins and the third overall pick to the Titans for the 11th overall pick and more. But then, hold it, the Titans, they said that they have had conversations about moving up to number three. They have not had conversations around DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is a name to watch tonight in trade talks. There are a lot of guys that could be on the move tonight. DeAndre Hopkins is near the top of that list. The Cardinals, of course, hold that number three spot, which we'll get to. I think one thing that's important to say before we really jump into this mock draft is we're not going to do any trade because I feel like, A, we run out of time, and yeah. B, um, you know, they're so unpredictable, right? We, we we could sit here all day and, you know, I think we just, if we, every team stays where they go, this is what we'll have, you know? And obviously, we're going to be wrong because I, it's, the, it's a mock draft. Hearing that the Titans are looking to trade up to does three, and my heart has sank. I, oh no. Oh, 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 no. This is going to be a rough night for <laughs> Mr. Blaylock, I do believe. Yeah. Oh, no. Why are, we, a... why are we doing? No. No. <laughs> it's already starting. The draft's not for another two hours, and it's already this starting. Is why this is one of the best days on the NFL calendar. <laughs> you get to watch it's me uh... overreact. You get to watch all the people who care way too much about their team, <laughs> who know that the draft is literally their Super Bowl, Ah! So, so I, so I will dis, I will say that if we're doing this based on a pure mock draft, right? I don't disagree that CJ Stroud may be the better quarterback, but the Panthers are taking Bryce Young here. You I, think? I, there's, there's zero doubt in my mind. I think that, in terms of, I, I feel like it's a toss-up. I, I think that they're dead set plus, on, on Bryce Young. Plus, there's that rumor about. Uh, Plus, there's the rumor with Anthony Richardson. True. So, uh, but we could, we'll I, talk Richardson more. I, I'd say go for for Young here. For yeah, number one. It's the safe pick. I, I mean, I feel like either way, you're gonna, Young and Young and Stroud are going to be the first two picks in this draft, one way or the other. We're going to pick Bryce well, Young for that's, it. Uh, that. I may not disagree with. I may disagree with you with because we've seen rumors that Houston is interested in potentially passing on this quarterback draft altogether, at least 
passing on it at the two spot. Of course, Houston has Cleveland's first overall pick from the Deshaun Watson trade. That pick is number 12. Will Houston potentially take a guy like Will Anderson here at the second overall pick and then wait and see what happens with the quarterback market, potentially trade up that 12th pick? It is possible. I've seen no. rumors. I, I think, I, no, I, I disagree. I disagree with doing that. I, I think that if you're going to want to take a quarterback, unless you're set on Davis Mills being your quarterback, Oy. which I don't think they are. I sure hope not. You, you have to take a quarterback at two because there is a massive drop-off. I think Young and Stroud are two. They're, both of those quarterbacks are NFL-ready-ish. They can be your day-one starter. No other quarterback in this draft can do that. Not not Richardson, not Levis, Hooker, any of them. Yeah, I, I think I I I'm gonna I say they take Stroud. I, I think okay. they would be dumb to not take okay. Stroud. I, I'm 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 okay with with rolling with you on that because we, we 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 are on a time limit here, so we we are argue we are. Pick. Uh, looking at Arizona, I think it, let's it, let's look at what trades they would have offered in the top five. I think that Arizona is the most easily the most likely to trade out, probably in the top ten. Um, just in terms of Arizona is a team that probably knows that they're not. You know, they're in. They know that they need to rebuild. They have a franchise quarterback as well in Kyler Murray that they just paid very handsomely last offseason. So you kind of have two options here. You could take that premier defensive player if the draft shakes out how it is here, where you've got Young and Stroud going in the first two picks. Then you're going to have your pick of Carter or Anderson or whoever else you might want, or you get that bevy of picks from mm-hmm. a team like Tennessee. And Tennessee, I mean, they're. You know they're at the eleventh pick. That's still pretty solid. You're still going to have a lot of really good defensive players on there. I, Jalen Carter. I don't know what to think about it. You obviously have the, you obviously have the unfortunate situation with him with the DUI and yeah, the wreck, the reckless the wreck. driving. The, yes, the, I, the character I concerns. I don't know where you put him. I, I mean, I I think that he is. Um, I don't think he goes here. I think if this is how the board shakes out and the Cardinals stay put, the pick is Anderson. I, I would agree um, with that, and we'll make that pick. But yeah. we'll talk. We'll keep talking about I, Carter. I, I, I mean, I think Carter probably goes in the six to ten range somewhere because his talent is undeniable. We mm-hmm. saw it at the college level. He was a game wrecker for Georgia. Um, just causing so many problems on every single level. Um, would, would he perhaps perhaps go to Seattle? Maybe. Yes, yeah, that is that is, is a, a need. Is a but... real shout. Um, but let's get to your big pick, number four, Indianapolis. You've got Richardson here. Obviously, in this scenario, it's not the three quarterback train that I think a lot of Colts fans are fearing. Fearing. Um, fearing. That that's an understatement, my guy. Yeah. Um, you've got so you've got Young, Stroud, and Anderson. Would you take Anthony Richardson here, or oh. do we do something crazy? We would take Richardson here because here's the thing. I, I think at this point, um, the top, the four top quarterbacks in this draft class are Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, and Anthony Richardson. And I, I've, I have talked down on Levis a ton. And I will admit, is that a little bit too harsh? Yes. Um, I, I think if we're looking at both, if we're looking at both quarterbacks, neither of them are really going to be your day one starter. If we're being honest, no, especially not Richardson, especially not Richardson, but Colt signed Gardner Minshew. Right? We did, we you did know, sign, we did sign, the, guy we did that sign you know Gardner Minshew. And when you're looking at each, when you're especially in the AFC, especially after the Lamar news today, which yeah. we'll get to later on, it's an arms with race. Lamar Jackson re-signing in the AFC. Now you have Aaron Rodgers in the AFC. You have so many quarterbacks in the AFC that you you have to pick. Your quarterback, based on who you think is going to win you the Super Bowl, and let me tell you, I don't think Will Levis wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I don't think he does. He has the higher floor, but the ceiling is much higher on Richardson. And I'm not saying Richardson's a Super Bowl uh, caliber quarterback. Uh, we don't know. He could develop into one. He has more of a chance to be one than Will Levis. I think Will Levis's ceiling is Kirk Cousins at best, compared to Richardson. Richardson, Richardson could be. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know if he has a comp. He, he doesn't. That's I mean, the scary thing, you know, a, you a combination, say, a combina- maybe a combination of Cam Newton and Patrick Mahomes. I, that's a I don't ridiculous know. comparison. That like, I, it's comparison, it, but. It, you know, it, it, and I, I think you can go ahead and, and take Anderson, um, or Richardson, ex- Richardson, Anderson off the board already. Um, but I mean, that that that's going to be the conundrum, and I really think that that's that's what it's going to be for the Colts is. You know, that's how you got to pick it. And I know Ursay seems to have his guy, Levis, but that could be a smokescreen. Who knows? Absolutely. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what goes on in Jim Ursay's head. <laughs> Not even Jim Ursay. So we'll see. We'll see what um, happens with Ursay. Going up to Seattle, they have needs at uh, guard center and defensive line. And uh, you've, got, you've got Jalen Carter sitting there, uh, according to PFF, the second best. You got the character concerns, but would you take him here? Um, I think when in when you think about how Seattle's operated over the past ten to fifteen years, you've still got an established head coach in Pete Carroll who found a way to win last year with a team that not many people expected to do a lot in terms of winning, and now here they are with the fifth overall pick. Um, I think that they go Carter. I think that they'll look past the character concerns they'll say you know what if we bring him into our building you know he's going to understand our culture we're going to build our culture within him and um the talent is undeniable as i mentioned earlier he is uh, a absolute game wrecker in the middle of that line and there aren't many players in the nfl that can replicate what jalen carter can do um and players like that are harder and harder to come by these days so i think that seattle kind of takes what the board gives them with jalen carter there I would agree with you with that, and so we'll have Jalen Carter going to Seattle at 5 to now Detroit. They've got the sixth overall pick. Their needs are wide receiver, tight end, and defensive lineman, and I think Detroit's another team that we could see trade back, but if they weren't to trade back, could we see JSN go off the board here? No. You don't think? I think that this is another easy pick, and I think it's Devin Witherspoon, cornerback for Illinois. Um, he is Witherspoon is the most complete corner in this, and this is a very deep cornerback draft, might I add. Um, Devin Witherspoon is the complete package of cornerback. He can, he is lengthy. He can compete one on one. He's a man cover corner. Um, fits into the line scheme well with what they do. They have that cornerback depth, but now you know they did get rid of Jeff Okuda a few weeks ago to the Falcons. And this was this was a real roster that last year their defense was it was the, it was not the good, especially in the middle of the season. Yeah. Uh, so, and when you think about where the Lions are right now in terms of what they're looking at, um, you know, this is a team that this is the year where they finally have to start seeing some results after how well last season ended. They had that charge late in the season. They just missed out on the playoffs. Um, you know, it does seem like. They're going to keep the faith in Jared Goff after, you know, he played very well last year. Um, they've got weapons. They've got another pick that I'm sure we'll discuss later. And pick 18, number 18. Yeah. But I think, you know, again, I think they, they take the best player available here. And I think that that player at this point in terms of what they need, you know, you look at Skaronsky, they don't need any help on that offensive nope. line. It is a great line. Um, so I think Witherspoon's the pick here at six. And we'll make that pick now to seventh overall pick with the Raiders. And obviously they have Jimmy Garoppolo, but... Do they take Will Levis? I think that there's a real chance they do. Um, depending on the the draft homework that uh, that organization has done, um, it'll be interesting to see. Of course, you've got um, a new uh, an expatriate connection now with McDaniel's working with Garoppolo. They're familiar with each other's schemes, so you have to think, regardless of who Vegas takes here, you, you have to think that the day one starter is Jimmy Garoppolo, based on all of those factors, the money, the scheme, uh, the prior connections, it, it kind of has to be Garoppolo. But do the Raiders take that punt on Will Levis? Do they say, okay, Garoppolo's our quarterback for a year, maybe a year and a half, but then we see cracks, you know, in comes Will Levis, and it gives him a chance to maybe iron out a lot of these flaws that people like to pick out in his game. I do think that there's a serviceable NFL quarterback in there. Um, obviously, it needs a lot of work, but I think for the, for the purpose of this mock, I, I say we go for it because I think um, I think Vegas is is in a spot. I'm, I'm, if my brother's listen, he's not listening to this. My brother will not be happy. He he will. Oh freak no! Out. I, I I think the smart pick for Las Vegas here would be uh, Skaronsky, the tackle out of Northwestern. 
offensive line help, they do need some of that. But uh, if, if Levis is on the board, and you got to remember, this is the Davises we're talking about here. It is. Uh, they're they're going to pick the flashy quarterback, and it's yep. going to be Will Levis. So we'll put Will Levis at seven. Moving over to eight, uh, the Falcons, they still have QB on the need. I don't think they have that. The wide receiver well, and edge rusher. Desmond Ritter is, as of now, QB one in Atlanta. Yes. Is this where we see GSN go, perhaps? Um, I think there's a shout. Um, you know, they could look at Skaronsky. There's also, um, as of yesterday, they were actually the betting favorite to take Bijan Robinson. Um, He's talent, right there on the board. Talented yeah. running back out of Texas. Um, very polarizing player, not in terms of his talent. That's undeniable. In terms of where he's going to go, I've seen people mock him as high as, as six to the um detroit and i've seen him fall out of the first round i don't think there's any shot he falls out of the first round um but there's there's potential for a number of different players here this is another spot i could see christian gonzalez the cornerback out of oregon going nolan smith a very talented edge rusher could go here um but i think it's it's a tough one but let's go for the ohio state i think jackson smith and jigba you get a really good receiver to pair with your last year's draft pick and drake london um and i think a pick like that would really reinforce trust in desmond ritter yes it would it would be like okay this is our guy and i think that it'll be interesting to see if the falcons do that or not for our mock i think we could do that but it'll be interesting to see what approach the Falcons take in terms of how behind Desmond Ritter are they? Mm-hmm. So we'll take JSN. Now the Bears with the ninth overall pick, and I don't even think we need to talk about this too I, much. They, I think if Skaronsky's on the board, they're great to the pick Skaronsky. Yes. I've seen some mocks that say they're, they might go after Darnell Wright at nine if Skaronsky's gone. They have a desperate need to tackle they didn't just any offensive line yeah they, they didn't jump into the market as many expected them to in terms of a lot of people expected them to go after the big names in the tackle market and the guard market like McGlinchey or Orlando Brown they didn't end up with any of the big names in the offensive line market and now it, it seems like that pick at nine unless one of the premier defensive players falls to them there at nine like a carter or a we haven't even mentioned tyree wilson yet i think he may be off the board here at some point soon um i think that skaronsky's the pick there so we'll put skaronsky down for the number nine overall pick to the bears and now the number 10 overall pick the eagles they have needs at wide receiver guard center defensive line or di yeah that's defensive line and safety i think this could be where we see christian gonzalez go I think it, I think that there's a couple different ways they can go. Obviously, the safety need is is paramount after letting C.J. Gardner Johnson walk, after letting Gardner Epps walk. Um, there are there is a real deep hole at safety. The thing is, at the terms of the top of this draft, you don't have that premier safety. Brian Branch has a lot of issues in terms of size for a safety. Doesn't have the best athleticism numbers. Um, you know, you've got. You could take Gonzalez to shore up the secondary, or there's a lot of smoke around this one. Is Bijan Robinson potentially finding a home in Philadelphia? He did have a pre-draft visit with Harry Roseman and company. Um, it could be the flashy pick, but boy, would that make that offense scary with Jalen Hurts, Bijan Robinson. You still got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. I mean, whew, that's the NFC. It would be a tough, and then you still got that offensive line as well, which is still. Very good. I think Bijan's the pick here. I think that they would, you know, obviously there's all the tropes about taking a running back early these days, but I think in terms of the teams that can pull it off, Philly is one of maybe three or four that can. And they still got a pick over the 30th uh, overall pick later on in the draft. So we'll, we'll say it's Robinson. Robinson is the 10th overall pick, and that leaves the top 10. Our top 10 in our mock draft so far. Carolina gets Bryce Young. Texans, Houston gets C.J. Stroud. The Cardinals, Will Anderson Jr. The Colts, Anthony Richardson at 5. The Seahawks take Jalen Carter. 6, the Lions take Devon Witherspoon, quarterback out of Illinois. At 7, the Raiders get Will Levis. 8, JSN goes to the Falcons. 9, 
Peter Saronsky, the tackle out of Northwestern to the Bears. And then at pick 10, B. John Robinson, Texas's running back, goes to the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll go through more of our mock draft. We'll pick it live here as we take a break on the Sports Fan, presented by JNK Contracting. Here's what's going on. Step back in time on Monday, May 8th at 8 p.m. for Silent Movie Monday, sponsored by George Wegman, featuring Dennis James, Safety Last, located at 21 West State Street in Athens. For more information, call 740-592-2280. The Hocking County Kid Palooza Committee proudly presents Kid Palooza, a free event for infants, toddlers, preschoolers, and their families on Thursday, May 11th from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the Hocking County Fairgrounds. For more information, call Misty at 7 740- 340-380-1315. The Friends of Athens County Casa Gal presents the Superhero 5K Saturday, May 20th at Richland Ave Park in Athens. There will be kids games, bounce house, Kona Ice, and more. Registration begins at 9 a.m. And don't forget to come race dressed as your favorite superhero. That's what's happening from your friends at 970 and 97.3 FM WATH and Power 105. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's really not, it's the, not Kim the Kim and Ruth Show. show. It's really... <laughs> I don't know. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics. And all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. Hi, this is Russ Norris with Matthews Insurance. Our agency is celebrating our 75th year in business in the Athens area. We are thankful for great clients and outstanding companies we represent, like Ohio Mutual Insurance. With Ohio Mutual, we are able to provide you with comprehensive coverages for your home, auto, business, or farm. We would be honored to provide you great service and call you a client of ours. Give us a call at 740-593-5573 or Google us, Matthews Insurance. Friendly, reliable, local. Live and local. The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Back doing a mock draft live here on the Sports Fan as it is draft day. Just a little bit away. Uh, uh, One interesting thing I saw on Twitter today was the... uh, there was some Cleveland guy on Twitter complaining about how uh, draft day. Obviously, you start with like I the guy that. driving around yeah. and how it's like imp- completely impossible to go on the route he did in yeah. the time frame he did. Well, Cleveland Browns fans will be uh, sitting by idly tonight. I I would be shocked if they traded up into the first round. Uh, their first pick will be at pick number seventy four tomorrow. Um, but let's jump right into it. Why don't we? Uh, pick number eleven, Tennessee. Um, I think that if JSN falls past eight... They're going to take another Ohio State guy. They haven't um, needed a wide receiver and offensive line. I think if JSN is there at 11, I think he's the pick for Tennessee. But I think that we were discussing this during the break. I think that Paris Johnson Jr., a tackle out of Ohio State, is the pick here for Tennessee. Talented tackle, has all the intangibles, has all the size. um, Just a full, a really good all-around tackle. Could be your guy there for 10-plus years. So we'll tank Paris Johnson Jr. at number 11 for Tennessee. Now that 12th pick for the Texans, and they have needs at wide receiver. And you think Christian Gonzalez goes here? I, I think in terms of the way that, that our mock has shaken out, I think it's a, just a best player available. Um, you know, they took, of course, they took Will Anderson earlier in our in our draft. Um you know, when you look at the roster of the Texans, you know, they, they can list the needs that they have, but, or no, did we had the Texans take Stroud, didn't we? We did. So uh, even even more of a reason to take a defensive player, right? To, to, to get a guy like Christian Gonzalez that can help shore up your defense, that can give you, you know, that spark in your secondary. One of the few bright spots last year for Houston was Jalen Petrie. Uh, their their safety that they drafted in last year's draft that he he played a very good season and now you pair Christian Gonzalez who's a freak of an athlete back there you're starting to build a, a pretty solid secondary there in Houston so we'll take Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon at the number 12 pick Green Bay picking at number 13 they have wide receiver tight end defensive line safety and quarterback as there's a quarterback con- <laughs> Dalton, Kin- well, I'm, I guess they're not sold on love, uh, at least according to PFF isn't. Uh, Dalton Kincaid is right there as well, but I also want to talk about a few other wide receivers farther down. Does Jordan Addison and Quentin Johnston, do they go 
at this situation um, up here i could uh, you know we, we always you know we always t- it would be pretty funny if the year after aaron Rodgers left they finally took a receiver in the first round um but i i think they they revert they 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 go to tight end and i think it's kincaid here i think he is um in terms i mean him and mayor you can go back and forth i think they're the two best tight ends in the class um and i think they're both going to hear their names called tonight at some point um but give me Kincaid here. I think that he is the the slightly better receiver in terms of moving with the ball. Um, and I think that he'll just add another dimension to that Green Bay offense, give Jordan Love a nice safety valve. So Dalton Kincaid tied in out of Utah going to Green Bay at 13. At 14, New England Patriots, they have a needed edge rusher. Nolan Smith is still on the board. I, That's a shoe-in. See, I actually don't think it's a shoe-in. I think they would go Tyree Wilson here. Um, edge rusher out of Texas Tech, who PFF has ranked a little bit lower than a lot of the other boards. Um, But he has shot up a lot of boards simply because he's tested insanely well. Um, The production was there in college. It wasn't uh, anything like Will Anderson's production, but it's pretty hard to match Will Anderson's production, especially in 2021. Um, I think that the Patriots would, would... you can take your pick, right? Both of those guys are very, very good. But I think they go Wilson just in terms of pure upside. I think Wilson, he's a bit bigger. He's a bit stronger. I think you can get more out of Tyree Wilson year one. So Tyree Wilson, edge out of Texas Tech as the 14th pick to the New England Patriots. Now the Jets, they have needs at tackle and linebacker. And I don't know if there's really any linebackers up there at the moment that really yeah, it is would not, fit there. It's uh, not a great linebacker draft in terms of the top of the draft. You, you don't see much. I think that the Jets will potentially look at a couple of the tackles. There are, a, in our sim, there's a couple of good ones available. Broderick Jones, Darnell Wright. Um, you know, do they look and try and improve that receiving core for Aaron Rodgers? Um, I think in this scenario, they'd probably go Darnell Wright. Um, you know, give, uh, obviously, you've got Makai Becton, who hasn't really lived up to expectations as of yet. Their first-round pick from a couple of years ago. Um, and that would give you a right tackle that can come in and at very least immediately compete um, and give you a spark on the right side and give Aaron Rodgers a... Uh, right side protector for a while so we're gonna go darnell Wright then yeah we'll go darnell Wright at 15 to the new the new york jets and i did mess up the oh <laughs> I, so <laughs> so i messed up so you, you have the option where you can click all the teams and i forgot to click the washington commanders so in their sim no there's no way they I, do that i do not think they, the they, computer they made t- a good pick there they take kalai Cansey out of Pittsburgh. So let me. I will talk about Kalijah Cansey for a bit because he is a guy I do have on the Bengals big board. Um, extremely talented player. Um, ran a four six seven as a defensive interior lineman. That is, oh, excuse me, no, a four six seven. That's correct. And you don't just hear those numbers. It drew comparisons to a certain other pit defensive lineman who uh, will probably hear his name, or not even probably, will be in the Hall of Fame one day in Aaron Donald. Um, he's definitely a bit smaller than Aaron Donald, um, just in terms of pure size, but he has insane ability. Really, the only question about Kalijah Kansi right now is the size. He's just very undersized for a defensive interior tackle, and you know that works in college, but at the NFL level, you're going to be going up against dudes who are 320, 330 pounds of pure muscle every week, um, and it'll be interesting to see if they, if a team takes a look at Kansi and says, I don't know if he can compete, but I think he can. I think he is more than ready, and I'd love to see him fall to 28 to the Bengals. Not in this simulation, though. Let's move on to the Steelers and pick number 17. Pittsburgh Steelers, they have tackle, linebacker, and defensive back as their needs. And obviously, the first person I think of with this, uh, my roommate, is a Steelers fan. You look at it. Penn State, Joey Porter Jr. His dad played for the Steelers. He did. that just seems like the shoe-in pick. It does, and I know that a lot of Steeler fans like that because the the need is there, and um, you know it, it is a very possible pick in terms of what we could see. I think that there are they will either look at him, or I think there's also a real shot they potentially go edge rusher, look at a guy like Nolan Smith who's still on the board, or potentially they look corner, they look at a guy. 
Uh, well, they look at Deontay Banks and Joey Porter Jr., but they also, I meant to say, they look tackle. Uh, Darnell Wright is off the board. I think if Darnell Wright's on the board at 17, he's the pick. But Broderick Jones is on the board as well. Could be a guy that the Steelers look at. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I think if I had to make this pick, I think it, I would agree with you, though. I think it'd be Joey Porter Jr. And we'll pick that Steelers' 17th pick. And now the Lions with another pick. And remember, uh, we had them earlier take Devon Witherspoon. Now they've got the 18 pick. They still have that need at wide receiver. Do we see this? Is this where we see Jordan Addison or Quentin Johnson come off the board? I think actually neither. I think they would go Zay Flowers. I think Ooh. you get you get the the speediest in terms of these higher level receivers. You get maybe the quickest one and the one with the the largest route tree outside of maybe JSN, who's already been taken. Um, you know, if, I think when you look at obviously when you take JSN out of the equation since he's already been picked in our simulation. Flowers has the highest upside, I think, of any of those guys you just mentioned in terms of what you can get out of him in the long term. And when you look at the Lions window, you can build up Zay Flowers to be a superstar. Um, so I think that they would go Zay Flowers here. Really would make that offense a lot of fun. Jared Goff tossing to uh, just a lot of fun weapons behind a great offensive line. Except no Jamison Williams for the first six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, outside of that, we'll, we'll give the Lions at pick 18, Zay Flowers, a wide receiver out of Boston College. Now looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they have needs quarterback, tight end, offensive line, defensive line, and safety is... Hmm, do we see... Nolan Smith is still on the board at this point. And I, I don't know if they go best player available, or is this where we see, see Brian the, Branch the, come off? The problem with Tampa Bay is they can't. They the roster obviously they they the last two of the last three Super Bowl winners kind of went all out to win their Super Bowl. Tampa Bay and Los Angeles in 2021 and 2022, respectively. Um, when you look at Tampa Bay's roster, obviously Brady is gone. Baker Mayfield, as of right now, looks like he's going to be the starting quarterback week one unless we see some movement by Tampa. Um, I think that they'd go Broderick Jones here because they do have, obviously you have Jedrick Wills at left tackle, but they have a real need at right tackle. The offensive line struggled last year after losing Alex Kappa and... Um, uh, Ryan Jensen, Kappa to free agency to the Bengals, Jensen to injury early in the year. Um, they really, really need line help. And I think Broderick Jones is a guy, probably one of the higher floors in the draft. Um, we'll see what they get out of him, but a lot of holes to fill on that roster. They need to have a good draft, Tampa Bay. So we'll have Broderick Jones go to Tampa Bay at 19, tackle out of Georgia. Uh, next up on the clock is Seattle. They obviously have the number five pick. They take Jalen Carter. Uh, defensive interior, defensive line. Do you think they still have that defensive line need enough to where they take another Georgia defensive lineman and Nolan Smith? I think Smith. at this point they might think about it. Um, when you look at the board um, and you look at you know what you've got here in terms of that, I think they could also potentially look to add a weapon here. You know, Tyler Lockett's not getting any younger. Neither is DK Metcalf. Um, you know, do they look to add a guy like Michael Mayer or Jordan Addison, or potentially do they go for a guy like Anton Harrison or maybe even Dewan Jones? try and uh, secure their offensive line a little bit more. Um, I think they actually could go for a guy like Osiris Torrance here. Guard um, is a need. Try and find, you know, try and shore up that offensive line just a little bit more. It might be a little bit of a reach in terms of where they are. They might look to trade down if that's what their pick is, but we're not trading down. We're just doing it. So I, I would say they go for Osiris Torrance here. Very, very good player out of Florida. Blocked for Anthony Richardson last year. And he'll go at number 20 to the Seattle Seahawks. And now we're at the forfeited pick to the Dolphins. I wonder, wonder how they'll go about that tonight. You think, you know, I, 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 I thought Goodell they were just going to skip it. I think Goodell will go up to the podium and say the pick has been forfeited or something like that. Yeah, you, 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 were, you were idiots. You tried <laughs> contacting Tom Brady. You got us in trouble. You don't get your first-round pick. Get the ruler out. Where's your hands? Pow. I don't know, but it's a great time for us to take another timeout. We'll go through the next 10 picks after the break. You're listening to The Sports Fan on WATH. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, 
and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Stay informed about the stock market from Goldsberry Wealth Strategies. Weekdays at 530 on 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. The report follows the news. Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a broker, dealer, and is independent of RJFS. Quality that's through the roof. T-Bay Roofing. If your home's roof was damaged by the high winds that just ravaged our area, T-Bay Roofing, the region's premier roofing contractor, is ready to help. T-Bay will work with your insurance company to file your claim and get your roof replaced. Get started by calling 844-PRO-ROOF and T-Bay will have your estimate to you within 24 hours. T-Bay gets it done fast and T-Bay gets it done right. Every time. Guaranteed. And as a GAF Master Elite Contractor, a distinction earned by only the top 2% of roofers nationwide, every T-Bay roof comes with a limited lifetime gold pledge warranty. So it's the last roof you'll ever buy. If your home's roof has suffered damage, make the call to 844-PRO-ROOF and let T-Bay go to work for you. That's 844-PRO-ROOF or online at tbayroofing.com. Quality that's through the roof, T-Bay Roofing. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. Continuing on our uh, mock draft here on draft day, Carl Blaylock and Ethan Sargent here live in the WATH studios. And uh, uh, looking at the Chargers, the Chargers have needs at the 21st overall pick in the first round, wide receiver, linebacker, and quarterback. And, uh, Looking at their picks, uh, you got to think it's Jordan Addison. He's yeah. still on the board. That'd be a home run pick. I think Southern California about as good a scenario as you can ask for. If you're um, you're the Chargers, I think that they have a pretty obvious need at wide receiver in terms of um, in terms of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Mike Williams has struggled with injuries. Keenan Allen, they did restructure his contract to keep him in Los Angeles, even though it did not look like he would at the beginning of the offseason. Um, obviously, the heartbreaking playoff loss last year, they got to get better on both sides of the ball, but I think they'll add another weapon here with Jordan Addison, um, try and really push that offense over the edge uh, with another talented receiver who, remember, didn't have, you know had a pretty solid 2022, but his 2021 campaign with now Steeler quarterback Kenny Pickett over at Pittsburgh was one to remember. So Jordan Addison at pick 21 to the Los Angeles Chargers. Now the Ravens, and we were talking about this in break, this will be very interesting. So the Ravens, they have needs at wide receiver, edge, and cornerback. You have several good edge players still on the board with Nolan Smith, Miles Murphy. You've got Deontay Banks out of Maryland at the cornerback position. That's got to be tough to pass up. And you still have Quentin Johnson on the board, but you got Twin Johnson on the board, and uh, I think that's the only wide receiver uh, up there. But, I mean, that, that's that's a tough decision. Do you take the best player available, which does fit your need, in Nolan Smith, or do you go with a sentimental pick with Dante Banks being from Maryland? Yeah, it's it's. I think, honestly, you know, it's already been a pretty good day for Baltimore Ravens fans with Lamar Jackson getting a big money extension, ending all the offseason chatter. Um, there have been their names been mentioned in DeAndre Hopkins trade talks. Um, I think that there's a real shot he ends up in Baltimore before the night's over. And I think if the board shakes out like this, Baltimore Ravens fans are dancing and screaming because this is about as good a board can end up because you've got quality players in all of your positions of need. I think let's let's assume in this scenario that they find a way to trade for DeAndre Hopkins without giving up their first rounder, which will probably happen. They're not giving up their first rounder for that contract. I think that they won't go receiver in that case. I think it would come down to Banks or Smith. Do you take Smith? It, Smith is a risk, right? In our scenario, he's dropping, and he drops in the scenario, I think, really because of the size concerns. Despite the size concerns, he's a freak athlete. He can get off the edge with 4-3 speed, and I think that he would be tough to pass up, but I think they would pass it up for Deontay Banks. When you look at the state of the AFC North, um, when you look at the wide receivers in Cincinnati, the wide receivers in Cleveland, the wide receivers in uh, Pittsburgh, especially those wide receivers in Cincinnati who have won the last two division titles, I think you have to 
the mission in the AFC North is to stop Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Deontay Banks will go a long way to stopping those two guys. And he'll be picked at the 22nd pick by the Baltimore Ravens. Now up to the 23rd Minnesota. They have needs at wide receiver, defensive line, linebacker, and cornerback. And uh, wide receivers, this is where we see Quentin Johnson go, or Emmanuel Forbes, perhaps. Be really interesting. To, it'd be really interesting to pair Quentin Johnson with Justin Jefferson. Of course, Adam Thielen now a Carolina Panther. Um, you still got KJ Osborne there, and might maybe maybe they'll try and elevate him a bit more. Um, this is another potential sneaky spot for a tight end. Don't count that out as well. Michael Mayer still on the board. Um, he could be there as well. I don't think they'll take him though. I think that they might actually go best player available here. When you look at Nolan Smith and you look at the upside, I think that you know it's a line when you pair him with Zadar. Smith, um, that's scary, and uh, uh, it'll be interesting. You know, when I'm giving a guy like Smith, a guy like Zadarius, giving you know now you have two Smiths. Um, you got Zadarius off one side; he'll attract that attention, and that might give Nolan Smith those one-on-one opportunities that could really cause quarterback and an offensive mind headaches. I'll give him Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith at 23rd overall to the Minnesota Vikings. Now the 24th overall pick, the Jaguars. They have a need at edge rusher. I think this is where we see Miles Murphy come off the board. Yeah, Murphy is an interesting player. Another one that I've seen as high as the top 10 and as low as the bottom of the first round, if not out of it. Um, he's been a, he is certainly a polarizing player. A lot of those Clemson players have been very heavily scrutinized in this draft process in terms of how much is it the scheme of Brent Venables before he left for Oklahoma and how much of it is their talent. And I think Miles Murphy is an extremely talented player. I think a lot of these teams between 24 and 32, if Miles Murphy's still on the board, there's a few of them, namely, you know, Cincinnati up coming up here, New Orleans as well, that might sprint to the board with the name Miles Murphy. But I think that the Jaguars beat him to it. Take Miles Murphy at 24th overall. Edge rusher out of Clemson at the 24th overall pick for Jacksonville. Now the Giants, they have needs a wide receiver, center, linebacker, and safety. Is this where Brian Branch comes off the board? It is. I think that, um, you know, it's a defense that was better last year, and I think that the Giants are going to attack some of their offensive needs later in the draft. Um, You've still got the Saquon question hanging over their heads. I feel like it's either going to be Branch or Johnston. Obviously, in our simulation here, I think that was those would be the two yes. best picks. Yeah, I think they go with Branch here. They have a real need. Outside of Xavier McKinney, there's really no one there for them at safety. They lost Julian Love in the offseason. I think that um, you know they, they really have a big hole there, and Brian Branch would be plug-and-play. He does have some issues, but I think that they can be worked out in that scheme. So Branch, the safety out of Alabama to the number 25 overall pick with the New York Giants. And the Cowboys, they have needs at running back, defensive, interior, linebacker, and cornerback. But you're pointing at Michael Mayer. You know Jerry Boy. You know he loves his uh, his flashy picks. And this would be a flashy pick, but it would be a good one. Michael Mayer is, in my opinion, he's better than Dalton Kincaid. I think that he brings you more of a complete package as a tight end. Is that he can get on the line and block. Dalton Kincaid struggles as a blocker. That film is rough. Um, he is a very capable tight end with the ball in his hands. He can run good routes. He can, again, as I mentioned, he can block. He is mobile. I think he is just about the complete package when you look for what you want in a first round tight end and I think that uh, we've seen a lot of rumors that they don't the Cowboys don't let Michael Mayer get past 26 and I think that those rumors are true I think they go Michael Mayer here I I I I agree with you with that but I think we could easily see them also take Emmanuel Forbes or Jameer Gibbs in this situation um, I would say Gibbs would be another Jerry boy pick another flashy pick um, in terms of what you're looking for uh Gibbs is an I mean we'll discuss Gibbs a little bit more here when we get to got teams like Cincinnati and um maybe even Kansas City that might look for that flashy pick as well but um I'd go Mayer here so we'll take Michael Mayer with the 26th pick in the draft to the Dallas Cowboys now to the Bills they have needs at defensive interior linebacker and cornerback and uh cornerback Emmanuel Forbes, right yeah, there for the so, taking. So the biggest thing with Emmanuel Forbes is uh, the the interception numbers are pretty off the charts. 14 interceptions in his college career, which is pretty eye-popping. The problem is the size. 170 pounds he weighed in at the combine, which is very, very light for an NFL player. Um, he's going to have to beef up whether he likes it or not. 
Um, I think that he could be a pick there. I think they could also target a guy like Quinton Johnson potentially, um, try and beef up that receiver core. It's again, like we've been mentioning throughout this whole mock draft, it's an arms race in the AFC. You got to have a high flying offense because we've seen the last few years, Kansas City, Cincinnati, that team, Buffalo. The reason they're going as far as they're going is because they have great quarterbacks and great receivers, and they're over, you know, sometimes they're even getting past bad offensive lines with great quarterbacks and great receivers. Uh, do we see them maybe go defense here? I, I could see them maybe if. Uh, maybe a Will McDonald the fourth, perhaps. A Will McDonald, Lucas Van Ness. Van I mean, Ness is an interesting. You've still, player. you've still got. Who knows how? I mean, Von Miller signed for like five more years, but but he's coming off ACL. a huge injury, yeah, and he's, he's old. He's he's thirty four. He's not getting any younger. I think Van Ness is an intriguing pick here. Of course, Van Ness didn't actually start at Iowa, which is the real interesting thing. But I think in terms of his pure NFL talent, I think they could go Van Ness here, try and beef up that uh that line. Are we gonna so Forbes or Van Ness? You think? Um, I I think in terms of what they would do if the board shakes out like this, I think they'd go Forbes. So we'll have the bank or the Bills take four Emmanuel Forbes here, and then we've got four more picks remaining. We got to take a timeout real quickly to make sure we get it in. As we are listening to the Sports Fan presented by J and K Contracting. Finding something delicious to match my mood can be a challenge, but McDonald's kills it every single time. Like when I need something with a little oomph, that's when I reach for a classic and melty McDouble. When I want something with a little mmm, that's when I go for a crispy and juicy McChicken. And with Mix and Match, I can get two faves for just $3.39, like a McDouble with a McChicken or small fries. And now, my mood calls for a little oomph and mmm. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. This is the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. It's the Sports Fan presented by JNK Contracting. And looking at the last four picks of our mock draft here, starting with the Cincinnati Bengals at 28. And we'll talk to the Bengals fan here, Ethan. Yeah, and what do you think? I think if the board shakes out like this, um, obviously I think a lot of Bengals fans are looking at a, a guy like Emmanuel Forbes. He might be the pick, but he's gone. He's a Buffalo Bill in this simulation. I think they might they might look into trading down here in terms of maybe a team trades up for a guy like Hendon Hooker potentially or a Quinton Johnson. Um, I think if the Bengals, if this is how it shakes out, I do think they would go Jameer Gibbs. I think that it's a pick that's going to divide the masses, but that's a Swiss army knife to add to an already dynamic offense gibbs is phenomenal in the open field he can make guys miss he's not a three down back but he brings a different type of energy to that Bengals offense so jameer gibbs running back out of alabama at the 28th overall pick now to the new orleans saints guard center defensive line and cornerback and Hmm, I'm not sure here's where we here. can see Van Ness. I think if Van Ness falls this far, I think that this is where we would see a team like New Orleans who are in a kind of weird state of are they trying to win, are they not trying to win? This would be a very trying-to-win move by taking a guy like Van Ness that could really dynamize your defensive line, uh, try and go for a playoff push with Derek Carr in a weak division. So Lucas Van Ness at 29 overall to the New Orleans Saints. And now the Philadelphia Eagles earlier in this mock, we had them at the 10th overall pick, take Bijan Robinson running back. And now looking, they need wide receiver, guard, center, defensive line, safety. Uh, do they get over their fear of taking TCU? Obviously they had Jalen Rieger, who that, 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 that did not go well. Do they fight their fear and go with um, another wide receiver I think TCU or might do that or I think they there's a real shot that they could potentially look into the cornerback market as well um there's a couple guys that they could look for maybe a guy like Cam Smith um or DJ Turner are two names that I think they could look at here in terms of picking up a 
cornerback to help shore up that secondary. Of course, they did bring back Slay and Bradbury, and they're probably looking more at safety as well, so they may pass on that too. I think if I had to make the pick here, it might be actually, if you scroll a little bit farther down, it might be Adia, I'm going to butcher this name, Adetomiwa Adebaware out of Northwestern. Really, really tested well. Guy that might jump into the first round um, in terms of what well, the the rumors that I've seen today. I think the Eagles might take him here. So we'll have him taken at the 30th overall pick. And then the last pick in the first round, the Kansas City Chiefs. And I, I got to imagine at this point, this is where Quentin Johnson goes off the board. Or do they take Jalen Hyatt maybe? Um, it'd be an interesting one, but I think they would just go for the, the dynamic deep threat that is Quentin Johnson to close out round one. And so Quentin Johnson, and that wraps up our draft. And uh, well, we'll see what PFF thinks of it, but... that's behind the paywall these days oh that is behind the paywall forgot about that but we'll go through it for you uh our entire mock draft we've made here on the sports fan as bryce young goes first overall to the carolina panthers cj stroud second to houston if if and this is a big if if arizona stays pat at three will anderson edge rusher out alabama he's the pick for the cardinals four the colts get anthony richardson out of florida Fifth, Jalen Carter, even despite all the noise around him, character issues of DUI and the unfortunate crash, uh, he still gets taken fifth by the Seattle Seahawks. Devon Witherspoon, sixth overall to the Detroit Lions. Will Levis falls to seven for the Las Vegas Knight or hockey, that's hockey, Las Vegas Raiders. There we go. Eight overall, Jackson Smith Najigba goes to the Atlanta Falcons. Chicago jumps all over a tackle, Northwestern's Peter Saronsky. At 10, the Eagles will take, we think, Bijan Robinson out of Texas. The Titans, if they stay pat at 11, Paris Johnson Jr. tackle out of Ohio State. The Texans shore up a little bit of their secondary with Christian Gonzalez at 12 overall. Green Bay finally, even though Aaron Rodgers is gone now, they'll finally get some offensive help as Dalton Kincaid, tight end out of Utah, will be the pick, we think, for Green Bay. Tyree Willis Wilson uh, goes 14 overall, we think, to New England. Darnell Wright, tackle out of Tennessee, goes to the Jets at 15. Kalijah Cansey goes 16 overall to defensive interior, nose tackle pretty much, to the Washington Commanders. At 17 overall, the Steelers get the sentimental pick, Penn State's Joey Porter Jr. 18 overall, the Detroit Lions take Zay Flowers, wide receiver out of Boston College. Broderick Jones, tackle out of Georgia, goes to... Tampa Bay at 19. Osiris Torrance to the guard. Osiris Torrance to Seattle. Jordan Addison to Los Angeles at 21. 22, Deontay Banks. 23, Nolan Smith slides all the way down to 23 in the Vikings. At 24, the Jaguars take Miles Murphy. Brian Branch at 25 to the Giants. 26, just two picks before the Bengals. Uh, Michael Mayer goes off the board to the Cowboys. Emmanuel Forbes, cornerback to the Bills at 27. The Bengals, we think, at 28, they'll take Jameer Gibbs. 29, the Saints, Lucas Van Ness. Jordan, or excuse me, not Jordan Addison. Uh, the Eagles will take uh, Adeumbe, Adewobe, Adewobe. It's a tough one. <laughs> a defensive edge rusher out of Northwestern. And then Quentin Johnson goes to the Kansas City Chiefs and the last pick of the draft. It's time for our surefire hot picks real quickly as we just have about a minute left with you and Sarge, what do you think your so hot pick is? So we actually we didn't do any trades tonight. Um, we didn't do it. We we thought for the east of the draft we wouldn't do any trades. Well, we but barely made it, I anyways. Am, <laughs> I am gonna say uh, plus two hundred. The first four picks being all quarterbacks. I think teams are gonna trade up to get quarterbacks. Um, give me that at plus two hundred. Uh, that would be miserable for me. Uh, I I'm gonna go in hockey tonight. Uh, let's look and see what we got here tonight, hockey-wise. I, I don't remember who plays tonight. I think, oh, uh, Toronto could close out the series. They're up 3-1 over Tampa Bay. But, no, this is Toronto we're talking about. The curse lives on. <laughs> Tampa Bay wins it. Money line. Take that. Eagles are looking to trade up. Last thought for me as we work the phones as oh, we're just no. an hour oh, away no. from the NFL draft. Oh, it's going to be a stressful night for Colts fans. Stay tuned to... Uh, W-A-T-H.